Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Wow, okay, Truman Show. (laughs) That was a nice little reference there to Jim Carrey. (laughs) I love that movie, by the way. I didn't know that was going to happen until it was happening. Yeah, I know, it's pretty great, isn't it? Do you like it? I probably, if I showed that movie to my... I do, I really like it a lot. And if I showed that movie to my children, well, I mean, Louis would not get six minutes in. And, uh, and yeah, Dali would watch it out of manners, good manners, but they would hate it and they'd hate me for it. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, that's the way mum's movies go around the house. But, um, hey, i tell you what, what else is happening around the house. Another new word. Remember how zesty has gone down in my house? Yeah. So I'm just using it flat chat mm. and they're like, stop it. Mm. And I'm saying I will not stop it because I'm zesty. And you're using it now around the studio a lot as well, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah. And I know you love it, and uh, Matthew, probably less so. But he's not here, so that's all right. We're just going to crack on with <laughs> Zesty. And Oxford, the good mm. people at Oxford, you know, the Oxford Dictionary, which nobody has anymore or, I mean. Uses. I, yeah. I think they still actually print it. I, th- I think they still go to the bother of printing it, which why, don't know. Um, it's probably on a book list. They'll probably ma- What a sad office to work in, though. Can you imagine? I don't think it's an office anymore. I think it's hot desks and, and a whiteboard. But every year they put out still, <laughs> they still put out the Oxford word of the year just to get a bit of, you know, razzle-dazzle going, just to get in the media. They go, hey, everyone, good news. It's that time of the year again. We're yeah. putting in the word the new word. Remember us. We're over here, guys. Know, Look at exciting. us for a bit. We've judged the word. Everyone goes, no one cares what you think. And they're like, 
shush, we've judged the new word. And, uh, yeah, so they've judged the new word and it's – it could have been Swifty. Of course, Taylor been, Swift, you know, yeah. I love Taylor Swift, so I'm a Swifty. Mm-hmm. It could have been Swifty. Uh it could have been situationship. Now, situationship, right? You know, that's when you're not sure. What is the yeah. situationship? The situationship is when you don't really know whether you're actually officially boyfriend, girlfriend. Is that right? I thought it was when you're just rooting someone because of the situation, like because they're your neighbour, because they're close. But then I just about Googled it. I, I didn't – I don't have a dictionary, obviously. <laughs> I Googled it and uh, it turns out it's um, when you're not sure why you're rooting someone. Right. If they're your boyfriend or if you're friends you, you, and you don't want to ask That's them. That's always the worst thing, right? Having to ask someone when you've been dating for a few, like maybe it's in that kind of two, three month mark and then you've got to say to them, hey, like, w- what is this? Oh, I hate having to do that. I know. And you're talking to your friends and you're like, I don't know. And they're like, well, just ask. And like, they haven't called you a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever. And you're like, oh, I don't know. Are, we, are you my, I don't know, situation? Because it can make and break, you know what I mean? If things are going really yeah. well, you've been out on a jet ski together, you've had some great dates and all that kind of thing. Oh, and then all of a sudden you're yeah. saying, are we boyfriend and girlfriend? And then they go, oh, fuck, you're too keen. I'm out of here, you know? I uh, know. Or they'll say, oh, I don't want to label things or, oh, they, people get offended really easy. Or they'll go, yeah, of course we are. What do you think's going on here? And like people can get offended very easily. Mm. Oh, God, that sucks. Situationship. It's not. It's not. That's not the word. The Mm. word is riz. It's riz. Riz? Yeah, do you know what that is? Riz as in like what, Rizzo from Greece, the movie, or? Yeah. (laughs) I wish it was riz. (laughs) I wish it was riz. No, it's not Rizzo. It's riz, which is short for charisma. Right. Okay. I know. I've never heard. Never heard of it. So this is Oxford trying to be, like, really cool. They're like, oh, this is a word a lot of people haven't heard of. It's a very cool word. Like, Tom Holland used it, apparently. He said he had no riz when he met Zendaya. Zendaya, whatever. Riz. And you, and when you're charming someone, you're rizzing them up. Right. It sounds very sexual. It's it's also very similar. It sounds like it's got similar tones to the word of the dictionary or whatever it was a few years ago, which was um, BDE or big D energy, right? When everyone was talking about this energy that people give off, yeah. right? So riz is kind of in that same category of like people giving off a certain energy. Or is that, do you think that's because it sounds like jizz? Is that why <laughs> yeah. it's making you think of BDE? Yeah. No, you know what I mean? Like that's B- what it means. BDE. <laughs> It wasn't about it having like. a big dick. Big dick energy was about like someone that presented well as if they like, you know, they walked into a room and everyone totally. looked at them. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to think I've got BDE. You do definitely have a you ma- know? You've got massive tiny. BDE. Thank you. Thank you. But I, but yeah, but Riz, I don't know, Riz, I'm off Riz because I was watching, I'm watching old episodes of Oprah at the moment. Remember when we had James? Um, we are. Yeah, we had James Weir on the show ages ago and he was telling us that he's been watching old episodes of the Oprah Winfrey show, <laughs> yeah. you know, not, not her new stuff but the old stuff. Yeah, and so I started doing it as well and it is. It's so great. I'm really enjoying it. And she had this guy on, as she used to do, this like psychologist and he, I can't remember specifically, oh, he was talking about con men I think, you know, and love rats and stuff. And he had this moment where he said that charm is not a um, a noun. It's 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 not a thing. It's a verb. It's something that people do. They charm you. It's something they use, right? And um, so when someone is charming you, like you know, oftentimes it's a nice thing to do, but it can be a red flag. It can be something that people do to manipulate you, and that's sort of what charisma reminds me of. It's like 
especially when it's used in this context, rizzing you up feels like, ooh, yucky. It feels like someone's trying to charm me, trying to, you know, con me in a way. That's, I think that's why I don't like it. It's, it's, all, it's all Oprah-based. It's very complicated. No, I get it. But don't you – I mean, I imagine there, – wasn't there a guy that you had on um, Australian True Crime a few months ago and you said that he had a charisma about him? Right. I see. Mean, so he had oh, yeah, ribs, yeah. and you actually—I think you were flirting in the episode. Well, yeah, I've got a soft spot for car thieves. So you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Criminals. Well, probably though, we're probably talking about the same thing. Yeah, a lot of cr- criminals are charming and have a lot of riz. Yeah, you're mm. right. And show just... business people like Daryl Summers. He's got riz. <laughs> That's so funny you say that because I think a lot of people would say, no, the opposite um, about Daryl Summers. But you're right. I mean, yeah, I guess it's all subjective, isn't it? It's who, you know, one of, one person finds charismatic, other people might say yucky, no. But, yeah, there's certainly that's star quality and Daryl for a long time had star quality. Everyone in Australia watched him and loved him for a long time and then people turned. But, yeah. Yeah, good point. So Riz, Riz Riz it up out there, guys. Just start using Riz and then all your children will stop using it immediately. (laughs) 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 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, secrets and sparkles. Uh, this is where you share your secrets with the podcast. And if you have a secret and you want to share it, be brave. Uh, all you have to do is go to the link in the bio and you can share your secret on the potty. Here is our yeah. first secret for today. One day I'd been running errands all day and I sort of needed to go to the toilet. I wasn't sure, you know, how long I had before I really had to go. I went out to my parents-in-law's house thinking that I'll go see them and when I got there they weren't home and I didn't have my key to their house so I ended up doing a shit in their garden I didn't leave it there like I did it on a piece of cardboard that I found in my car and put it in the bin but yeah I just like squatted in the garden like a dog (laughs) wow (laughs) squatted in the garden like a dog (laughs) Terrific. Yeah, I mean, I, this is happening, you know. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> Terrific. Thanks for giving us a ring and letting us know about that, um, the time you squatted in the garden yeah. like a dog. I wonder if she told her husband uh, just when he got home that, that evening from work, how's your day, Dale? 
Well, I tell you, how was my day? Um, I'll tell you how my day went. A uh, lot going on and squatted in your parents' garden like a dog. Did a shit on a piece of cardboard. Yeah. That was hectic day, hectic day. On a piece of cardboard as well, like that's got to be a very low moment when you're walking that piece of cardboard to <laughs> where, wherever you're going to put it and just <laughs> looking at it and going, that's my shit. Oh, God, I mean, and then you've got to make the decision, okay, is this going in the recycling or the other bin? Because, I mean, <laughs> no, clearly, what you I do, know where the cardboard You scrape goes, off the poo into the, into the general and then you put the you? cardboard into the recycling. I'd say so, wouldn't you? I oh, well, in Victoria, in Melbourne, I think the poo should go in your green bin. I'm not sure. I mean, there's a lot, <laughs> a lot to think about on that walk. You know, um, <laughs> so much to think about. Uh, not, not just you know, before you even get to the place you're at in your life that that's happened, but you've got to file the poo and the cardboard yeah. in the bins. Oh God, and no doubt, you know, they've got probably got sticky beak neighbours. You're thinking, oh, Christ, I hope Jan doesn't look over the fence. Oh, God. Oh. And I hope they don't come home. Here's the other thing. It's like, what if they come home while I'm sort of waddling over to their bins with the cardboard and the shit on it? That'd be my luck. My luck would be they'll just pull in the driveway just as I'm waddling to their bins with a shit on a cardboard. Oh, and I don't know what it's like for you down in Melbourne at the moment, but it's hot as hell in Sydney. Yes. So putting a poo in on a bin and leaving uh, it there for a few days, you're going to stink uh, out the neighbours. Jesus. It's starting to sort of ferment as I'm waddling Ugh. in Melbourne at the moment. Oh, It's going right. You, and no you know how doubt dog poo goes white after it's so, it's so dead? Remember we used to see that all the time when we were kids. Always white dog shit on the footpath and now you don't <laughs> yeah. see it anymore. The, the no. ancient white yeah. dog shit on the footpath. <laughs> and no, no doubt your, your mother-in-law would be ringing your son in a few days going, Oh, my bin stinks. Oh, I think people have been putting their dog shit in my bed or something else. Smells yeah. terrible. I'm going to – I'm going to – Talk to Jan about it. I bet it's Jan from next door. She always does that. I'm going to have a go at her. And you're thinking, oh, God, it's my shit, Margot. It's my shit. Now, how do you file the cardboard oh, shitter? Just be so careful because, uh, as I've just, I've just outlined, the number of issues that could pop up from something like this happening. You know, they could have come home. I mean, you could spark a war between neighbours. Uh, yeah, you know, neighbour wars. If they realise, might end up on a current affair. Oh, if they realise that's human shit, you're done for. They'll be blaming everyone around the neighbourhood. Jesus Christ! Be careful, please. All right, this is our next secret. Hi guys, I left my wife after nearly twenty years of marriage. <laughs> I found out that she was spending all of our money on her family and had racked up nearly a hundred thousand dollars in credit card debts under my name. Soon after leaving her, I met a lady online, which I thought was going really well. 18 months later, I quit my $100,000 a year job and moved 400 kilometers to be with her. Once I got down here, I had a look on her phone one day when she wasn't around and found out that she was still messaging her ex-boyfriend wanting to catch up when I wasn't here. So all the trust is gone. We are not fighting. We are living together well. And she doesn't know that I know that she's trying to cheat on me. The housing market is so tough at the moment. I haven't quite got enough to save up to buy a new house and getting a rental property is so hard. What should I do? Look for rental property straight away and move out or hang in there until I get my deposit for my house? Oh, my mm. gosh. I mean, the first thing you've got to do is stop hooking up with women straight after you get out of relationships. Like you have got to move and not get into a relationship f 
for a long time. Like you've got to move and you've obviously got some money. If you're talking about buying a house, you're like, oh, I haven't quite got enough to buy a house, then you've got plenty to move. Like you you know, you're a very intense guy. Yeah, you're putting up with a lot. And yeah, and, and you're getting into a relationship two months after you're out of a marriage where you've been betrayed and then – you know, and I understand you've left it a year and a half before you've moved, but then you've know, quit your job and you've moved ha- in, interstate, it sounds like, and then now you're feeling betrayed again and staying in the house like, dude, go do yourself a favour. Go and move into a nice little place by yourself. Have a break. And just be alone for a little while. Yeah. Have a break. What are your thoughts on the law of attraction? Oh, you mean the secret? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like when you keep attracting the same kind of people back mm. into your life or, you know, just the same kind of thing happens to you, you're kind of living in this pattern where the same kind of – because that, that does seem strange that the same situation, you keep, you know, getting fucked over kind yeah. of thing, you know? Um, look, my initial thought is that it kind of doesn't make sense, like it doesn't seem very logical, but then, but then I know I've done it. So I think – yeah, I think you're right. I think we tend to we must be attracted to a certain kind of person or we must maybe uh, there's a thing, there's a theory that it, it's about what we think we're worth as well that somehow we think oh this is all I'm worth. I'm worth a person taking advantage of me or uh yeah, I don't know how it works, but I certainly know I've been guilty of it. I definitely know I've been guilty of repeating the same bad relationships. Um and very, very identically bad, <laughs> very, very particularly bad circumstances repeatedly. So, yeah, I hear what you're saying. So definitely we've got to break this. You and me both, babe, our secret teller, we have to break this pattern of being ripped off by partners. So the only way we can do that is to go and sit still. Do you think there's also a part of this person that gave us the secret where they're, 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 they're pl- like, they are enjoying being the victim as well, you know, like they're enjoying having to tell everybody about these things, these shitty things that happen to them and maybe they need to take a bit of responsibility and actually not allow these things to happen to them again. I think we both definitely do need to take responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely have to stop allowing these things to happen to us for sure. Yeah. Um, we have to take responsibility for protecting ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Because there's ways to do that, you know, like not having your bank accounts available. That's step one. Yeah, not being so generous, not being so um, uh, blinded and so needy. Um, Yeah, all that stuff. And also giving ourselves some space to be kinder to ourselves in between relationships and um, allow ourselves space to to invite someone nicer into our lives, I think. That's actually a great point that you made before as well about, you know, valuing yourself because if you are yeah. meeting people and you are feeling like you need to give value more than just being yourself. Yes, good uh, point. Well, you know, that's where you can really fuck it up. Just you don't need to buy love. You don't need to buy yeah. someone's friendship. You don't need that. Or to Yeah, initially I think the idea of taking care of someone and being a saviour for somebody else. Yeah, you're so right. You shouldn't need to value add <laughs> in a relationship. You should be enough. Just yourself. Yeah. Good point. What are you bringing to the table, mate? Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be that. I'm just bringing myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you file it? Be careful. 
in future. But initially I'm saying, yes, get out, get yourself a nice flat. But definitely moving forward, be careful. Take care out there. All right, this is our next secret. Um, this will definitely be a two-parter. So frequent listener, I decided that it would be a great idea um, on my yearly trip to um, a special holiday place um, in Australia with my sister. We're um, in our naughty 40s to take some MDMA caps with us interstate. And um, I just thought, oh, you know, I'll just shove them in my bra. No problems. Got to Melbourne Airport and um, nearly did a um, drop rock and roll when I saw the thermal body scanners. I thought, I can't turn back now. I'm, I'm, I've got to go through. Um, so off I went, started going through, and, uh, of course, the buzzer went. And um, it actually came up with an alert around my waist. I did have a jumper tied around my waist. So they sent me back through. I wasn't quite panicking yet. Um, Sent me back through, asked me to take the um, jumper off my waist, which I... Now, as she mentioned, it's a (laughs) two-parter. It's gone that long. (laughs) Oh, my God. Nearly did a drop, rock and roll. Oh, my God. I'm excited about (laughs) part two. She's got me. Then came back through and it picked up the caps, which were tucked into my bra. Now, I was quick (laughs) and I actually rearranged them and pushed them down into that padded kind of little bit, you know, that ladies have that they have halfway down their bra. And as I walked through, it pinged and they said, pulled me to the side and they said, look, something's showing up there. You know, do you give us permission to give you a pat down by a female person? And I said, oh, yeah, no, no problems. Yeah, no worries at all. By this stage, my sister is frothing over, you know, in the food court bit, I can see her. And um, so they pulled me over and the woman's patted me down, but where she's patted me down was kind of like at the top of my boobs and not where the package was, which was only a little four, you know, not not very big, and um, waved me through. Well, I swear (laughs) to God... You've never seen two women run to the bar and drop two Valium faster in your <laughs> life than my sister and I. Well, oh, my God. What a storyteller, by the way. She is magical. Um, I would like her to have her own podcast and just tell tales of her and her sister in their naughty 40s. Uh, it's magical. But also, like, what a pair. Why Why hide the... MDMA caps in your bra, like it would, they would just look like any other medication. You, you really didn't have to get, that's, that's what makes them look sus. You could have had them in your beauty case or in your wallet with your Valiums and they just would have looked like <laughs> some kind of medication. They could have been anything. You could have said, oh, I've got a disease. They're just <laughs> like, no one's going to ask any questions about. You know what I love about moments like this in life where you've done something really like weird like this, right? It's, you can even hear in the passion. She's told that story so many times, you know, but how great is it in life when we have these moments to share with people where you can do it around a barbecue and go, you won't fucking believe what happened. Oh, it's fantastic. I love it so much. And I can just, she's such a great storyteller. I could see her sister over there <laughs> shitting herself in front of Nando's, you know. I love it. <laughs> And this one having to go through twice and, oh, my God, I just love it. And all the other people behind her getting impatient, like all the businessmen, you know, going wanting to just go through the bloody 
luggage thing and get to their flight. It's hilarious. I love it so much. Have you ever gotten to your destination and realised you had something in your luggage that perhaps could have caused mm, you some I've dramas? had mates put things in my um, – I had, yeah, like they've done the classic <laughs> things of like putting a giant dildo in my fucking <laughs> hand luggage and shit like that and I've had to go through and go, fucking hell. And it's always after a Bucks night or something stupid like that where you just – yeah. but I feel like the yeah, security yeah. people as well, they're so used yeah. to – I don't actually need that huge double-ended dildo. I don't actually need that for, for my trip to Perth. Certainly not a double ender. Like I, even if I, if I am a dildo guy, it's a private thing. I'm like, I I don't need a, you know, I don't need a friend's, you know, to entertain anybody else in that time. Like, yeah. And they're like, shut up and go, we don't care. But I went through a phase where they always pulled me out. Always, every single time. And it's supposed to be random, but I was like, I don't know what it is about me that looks like I've got gunpowder residue on my fingers, but <laughs> okay. And and the other day when I flew, actually when I came back from Sydney the other day, this old lady behind me, she got pinged and she said the same thing. She turned to me and she goes, every time. And she was, she looked like she was about 80 and she was like just the most you know, she's wearing mum jeans pulled up to under her boobs and she's wearing white sneakers and she just looked like the most full-on clean skin you've ever seen in your life. And she's just like, every time I fly, they pull me out for this one. So weird how they choose the people that they pull out. All right, if you have a secret and you want to share it with Michelle, go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page at Michelle underscore Laurie. Uh, that is it for today's episode. We will see you next Thursday. 